Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to a special presentation of the Inside Strategic Coach podcast. What you're going to hear is an interview that I've done with two of our clients, Nikki Green and Chris Phelps, both of whom are entrepreneurs with a specialty in dentistry. Now, one of the things I want you to remember is that sometimes your biggest aha moments or a great idea actually may come from somewhere you least expect. For example, someone outside your industry, you probably have this experience many, many times in your workshops. So I know you're really going to enjoy and learn a lot, as I did, from this conversation with Nikki and Chris. So to kick off, let's start with some introductions. And Nikki, I'm going to start with you if you don't mind. So if you'd be kind enough to introduce yourself, where you are, what your practice looks like. I know your husband's also a dentist and you have two practices. So if you can talk about where you are, what you're doing and get people familiar with you. Sure. I'm Nikki Green. I'm new to Strategic Coach. So I still have a hard time introducing myself as an entrepreneur with a specialty in dentistry. You'll learn this about dentists. We have a hard time, especially if we love dentistry and enjoy dentistry, we have a hard time separating ourselves from being a dentist first. But that's my goal. So that's one of the reasons why I'm a Strategic Coach. I'm actually there to foster the entrepreneur within me because I know there's a raving one. <laughs> so that's what I'm there for. I am an entrepreneur with a specialty in dentistry. I've been a dentist for 15 years. My husband is also a dentist. We own two separate practices that are 120 miles away from each other. So you all figure out how that works. Like I said, <laughs> I think it's the secret to a perfect marriage. <laughs> So we are in the process right now, not only of we've constantly grown our practices, we know how to grow our practices, but we're in the process of forming multiple practices, kind of spanning the distance between that 120 miles. It's an underserved area. We know that we've got some expertise to lend that area. So we're looking to expand our practices, create multiples, and then obviously create some multipliers within those. And also I have some ideas in my own head about ways to revolutionize the field of dentistry. Dentistry tends to be one that remains pretty archaic. It takes a long time to change it. So I have some ideas of my own about that. And again, I'm part of Strategic Coach to kind of help me figure out how to cultivate those. As a dentist, you're not taught how to cultivate those ideas. You're just taught how to work on teeth. So I'm here to learn some things outside of teeth. That's a great context. Thank you for saying that. Fantastic. Chris, if you could also introduce yourself and what you're up to. Yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. Chris Phelps of Charlotte, North Carolina, entrepreneur as well, who happens to be a pretty good dentist. It was kind of funny. You know, I've wanted to be a dentist since I was in seventh grade. So I always thought that was my purpose, right? That was my purpose all through high school and college and, and of course, dental school. And then I met a lady named Kathy Colby one time who looked at my four numbers, 5483. And I said, hey, Kathy, I'm Chris. I'm a dentist. Nice to meet you. She said, Chris, I'll stop you right there. You're not a dentist. I was like, mm, pretty sure I'm a dentist. <laughs> I think I remember those four years of dental school. It was pretty tough. She goes, no, no, what I mean is you're an entrepreneur who happens to use dentistry as his vehicle. And it's how you're built. And I bet your actions would speak to that point. And she said, I bet you have another business outside of your dental practice. And I said, well, actually, I have four dental offices. You know, I have 10 times the revenue of my first office over six years to get to four locations and whatnot. And she goes, no, no, I bet you have another business outside of your dental practices. And I said, guilty. <laughs> Actually, I just started a new company. Well, looky there, you know. And so it was it was a real slap in the face at the time is like, wow, you know, cuz I'm not meant to treat patients all the time. There's something else, but my actions were were telling of that. That's one one of the first times I got into strategic coach, you know. I'd sold like my two highest producing least debt practices for profit and I took over my two highest debt 
lease producing practices, one of which was costing me 40000 a month in expense on top of what we collected. And it was right around that time I realized I needed to do some things quickly. And so Coach has been a great tool for me to keep me focused on my goals and then get my two offices doing what my four offices were doing as far as collections wise within a very small amount of time. So for me, it's kind of like uh, my system in spite of myself. I love it. Well, and, and that's a really good way to put it. One of the tools, just to introduce Kathy Colby a little bit, and it must be interesting to have someone meet you in within seconds, kind of, I'm not going to say diagnose because there's no illness there, but really just to analyze and to do a deep dive into who you are. And she's incredibly accurate and predictive when it comes to how people strive. And that's what the Colby profile does. So if anyone is interested in checking this out, go to Colby.com, which is K-O-L-B-E.com. It's not Colby the cheese. Mm-hmm. It's K-O-L-B-E.com. And she has a phenomenal psychometric profile that does not measure intelligence nor personality. So if that's what you want, there are other profiles for that, but it does measure incredibly accurately how you strive, how you problem solve. It's a key part of knowing how to build a team, which is one of the ways that I use it primarily, but also to know how to use your own mental energy really well. And it's a big part of our unique ability concept within Strategic Coach. We want everyone to do their Colby profile and their strengths finder from Gallup as well. Because we find that that gives people the tools and the language with which to be able to describe themselves, A, to themselves, and then B, to other people in terms of how they can make the biggest contribution and be the most successful. So thank you for bringing her up. She's been a big influence in my life. I was certified, goodness, I got certified in Colby since 1995. So it's a big part of what I do every day. All right. So let's jump into some of the things that I think if you're someone who's looking at joining Strategic Coach and you are someone in dentistry, how this could possibly work for you. So Chris, I'm going to start with you because you actually talked about how a little bit of life before Strategic Coach, and you've been in coach for a little while now. So what's the difference in your life before Strategic Coach? How are you functioning as a dentist and in your practices? And what has changed since you've joined this coach program? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I still remember my very first workshop and kind of some of the seat that led to to me to get to that workshop. And I had the four practices at the time and three other partners, but I was running all the practices. I was doing, making all the decisions for them, controlling all the marketing uh, to driving the patients to those practices and still, you know, working five days a week, clinically seeing patients and producing over a million two myself in dentistry. It was a lot. You know, and I realized in that first workshop, based on some of the questions that were asked of me that I never would have thought to ask myself, that I had basically trapped myself in my own business and I had no control and I'd given up that control. Even though I thought I was in control, no, the business was controlling me. And I realized right then I had to make a plan to fix that. And so life today versus then, well, now I'm down to one practice instead of four, but I'm making a whole lot more money profitability wise. I have so much more free time and energy, and I can actually start focusing on things that I'm really passionate about, things I want to get to, and achievements to be made. I love that. I was smiling because, as you said, I was trapped in my business, and my business was controlling me, not the other way around. That, to me, is one of the biggest dangers of all of our clients, not just dentists coming into the program, is they feel, it's like, okay, I have my own practice. I'm supposed to be experiencing all of this freedom. Where is it? (laughs) This is not quite what I thought I signed up for. What happened? And you made another great point to the questions that we ask in the coach program that you wouldn't have asked yourself. And I think that's one of the things that's a little bit different about the strategic coach program is that our methodology is based on questions and you have the answers. 
there's lots of other systems, and I know in dentistry, there's lots of different programs you can take that tell you exactly what to do. We are not that. We're the type of program that's actually going to ask you questions and have you give the answers. But the questions are so strategic, and they allow you to have a conversation with yourself that you would not otherwise have, that has you think differently and give yourself a different perspective, a different angle with which to look at things and make some really good decisions. So a couple questions. Do you still have the partners or are they also? No, that was the first thing to go. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered about that. Okay. That was part of why I sold my two best, highest producing lease debt practices because I sold it to my partners and I wrote their letter, our breakup letter and their Colby language as they're both one quick starts. And I, of course, is an eight. So I knew it had to be safe, secure, risk-free. Nothing was going to change for their life. And it was funny. They read the letter and they looked at me and they said, okay, makes sense. Nice. <laughs> it was the best breakup ever. We're still friends. We still talk today. Okay. But I knew I had to get back to doing it my way. So yeah, no partners. <laughs> you know, a lot of dentists have partners. And when you're desperate to strive and to move ahead and you're working with really good quality people that you like, you care about them as individuals, but the pace at which you want to move and the decisions that you want to make, you're already there and they're six months behind or three years differential. That can be really painful and it can really do harm to those relationships if you don't have a way and you use Colby quite brilliantly to do that. Best breakup ever. Congratulations. I think that's an issue that a lot of people don't know how to solve. So appreciate you talking about how you've handled it. So Nikki, what was life like? I mean, you're relatively new in strategic coach. I know your thinking has already shifted from what we've talked about. So what was life like before and what's life like now in strategic coach? So before strategic coach, I, my husband and I had our two practices, but I was the unsettled one. Even though if you looked at our two practices on paper, they looked so nearly identical. We can compare our numbers at the end of a year and we can be less than 2% off of each other in various numbers. It's amazing. But I was the unsettled one. And I had grasped at different straws. I had brought in a partnership that failed, that went through a worst divorce ever. I had brought in associates that had failed. I had brought in coaches that hadn't failed, but they just weren't getting me where I really wanted to be. I was just the unsettled one. I couldn't really figure out why. And a friend of mine actually spotted in me who's in a completely different industry and he recommended me to coach and he said, you need this. I read the book, The Gap, and I went... They got live in the gap. And so I read the little book to my husband. And even though he didn't really love the idea of the financial investment and such, he goes, yeah, I think you need that. So I wrote the check and I signed up, went to my first strategic coach workshop in October of 2017. So I'm very much a newbie, but I left there and I can honestly tell you my personal life and my practice life has not been the same. If nothing more than starting with positive focus. I mean, I just don't have the weekends where I'm gnashing teeth, you know, telling my husband that I'm ready to sell this thing and I don't care if I ever go back or walking into the practice and my team knowing that this is just not going to be a good day because Dr. Green is just not on her game today. I mean, I can honestly say that from about, I didn't start it immediately. I, I was a little resistant. It took me about a month to really start some of the tools that I learned in October of 2017. But when I got those started, say mid-November, My husband will tell you, I will never leave coach. He doesn't want me to ever leave coach because I am a better wife. I'm a better mother. I'm a better boss. 
I'm a happier person. I can honestly say the change has been 180 degrees. Even just the positive focus tool alone has made me a more settled person. So from the business side of things, I did in my year last year, 30% up after I had been on about a four-year plateau that I just had been grasping at straws to try to get off of. Already for this year, we are on another 30% jump over last year. So it's translated into multipliers in my business. What I attribute that to is positive focus. I really can't say enough about positive focus. Secondarily, I attribute it to me learning more about how I think. As I said, I never even thought of myself as an entrepreneur, so I didn't know why I was struggling in this business. It was described to me as because I'm always looking at the island. You know, I always see the island out in front of me. So until I learned to recognize that gap that I'm living in and such, that's why I was unsettled. So um, it's turned into multipliers within my practice. It's a multiplier within my family. We start every family dinner with a positive focus. Life is just different six months after joining coach. So I really can't say enough. That's why I was hell bent to be on this phone call today. I love it. And how many children do you have, by the way? I only have one, but he's 14. And I wasted too many years being stressed and sometimes ranting and raving at home about what was going on in my practice or in my husband's practice or the freedom I didn't think I was enjoying or the financial reward I didn't think I was enjoying. And I can just honestly say that even this year, my son and I have already taken two week-long vacations together, which he's never had that with me. I have a vacation coming up with my mother and my sister where we're going to be gone for two weeks traveling to Israel, actually, which we've never done before. It's a bucket list item for us. And I can tell you a year ago, I would not have thought that was possible in my life. So the increase in freedom and free days and just general happiness has been unbelievable after starting coach. Wow, there's so much I want to draw from what you just said. And let me describe what the gap is, because I think this is something that any ambitious entrepreneur... (laughs) I don't care in what field, falls into this trap. I was just writing a blog on this yesterday, actually. And the gap is when we have what we're at our current reality, wherever we are now, and we have these ideals. And if you're an intelligent person who's engaged in what they're doing, we all have ideals. We have ideals for our relationships. We have ideals for our business. We have ideals for our patients. We have ideals for how the world should operate. The word should, by the way, is a good clue that it's an ideal, which is fine. Ideals inspire us. They motivate us. They help us set goals. They help us really stick to things through challenges. So they're very powerful. The problem is when we measure ourselves against the ideal, because no matter how much progress you've made, imagine that you are on a journey, you start in the morning, and then your goal is the horizon. And you start in the morning and you walk, 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 or you run or you bike or you drive or whatever. And can you ever get there? No, you can't get to the horizon. It moves with you. And our ideals are exactly the same. So when we measure ourselves against where we have not yet achieved, and because it's a moving target, we probably never will. Or as soon as we get close, it moves further ahead. (laughs) It's usually, I thought I wanted this much money, but no, I really want this much money. That much will make me happy. So that's the danger. And so what we talk about in coach is stopping, turning around, and measuring backwards. And that's what the positive focus exercise does. We have a great knowledge product called The Gap and the Gain. If you want to check that out, it's strategicoach.com. And what it does is just help you, describes this model, and talks about the practice of every day, 
You know, we have a great win streak app where you can track your three wins for the day. I do it every week on my weekly planner. It's just when you start focusing on progress, not perfection, it makes a huge difference to your mindset. And when your husband says, you will never leave coach, I never want you to leave. We heard that from a lot of spouses, actually. It's like, no, coach is good for you. You go every quarter, you're fine, which is really kind of fun. So I appreciate you sharing that. You're actually more successful by focusing on progress rather than less. And a lot of people are afraid that, well, if I don't beat myself up for not moving ahead faster, I won't progress. And the opposite's true. You know, you actually experience more success and more satisfaction and more fulfillment, really, by focusing on progress. And frankly, as entrepreneurs, we're much more fun to be around <laughs> when we're focusing on progress, not perfection, because we can be very hard taskmasters on ourselves and on other people. So I appreciate all of that. I want to jump into time because I think if I hear one obstacle from dentists who are thinking about joining the program, we have an entrepreneurial time system of free days, focus days, and buffer days. And Chris, you talked about feeling trapped by the business. And both of you have talked about the freedom of time that you have. I'd love to get into how many days you work with patients. And, you know, Nikki, I want to hear more from you about vacations. And Chris, you're about to go to Disney with your family. And that amount of freedom of time is something that a lot of people want, but have no idea how to actually accomplish. So let's dive into that a little bit. So let me describe the time system. And I'd love to hear from each of you how you've applied that. So our Entreal time system consists of three different types of days. A free day, which is 24 hours midnight to midnight, not noon to noon, <laughs> just saying, where you do absolutely no work. This is a day where you have disconnected from the business. You are not doing any industry reading. You're not checking emails. You're not checking your phone. You are completely disconnected. And things are not falling apart when you leave. That's the other recipe for a good free day. The purpose of that is really to rejuvenate yourself, reconnect with your family, yourself, do those things that give life a lot of personal meaning. Another type of day is a focus day, which is often a patient-directed day where you are focusing on your top three money-making activities, which it's interesting, Chris, you talked a little bit offline before that some of those activities have changed <laughs> from what they were years ago. So I'd love you to share that. So focus days are money-making days. And then a buffer day is the in-between day where you prepare to have really great focus days and really great free days. And they're a day where you're working on your own business, not necessarily solving your patients' problems. So that's our time system. And I know given how most dentists are trained in dental school for how to organize themselves, this is a bit of a difference system. They're like, hmm, that isn't really what I was taught. <laughs> so Chris, let me jump in with you. I suspect your focus days have changed significantly over the course of your time in coach. But how do you use the time system? Or how has your time shifted from where you were before trapped in your practices to where you are now? Yeah, I mean, I'd say the biggest way it shifted was, you know, being clinical five days a week on top of having to deal with all the decisions of the practices the marketing where they needed to go, the management of them, the people, et cetera. So you can imagine that took up most of my weekends and my time, just even mental space, just thinking about it, even if I wasn't dealing with anyone directly. So the first thing I realized based off our time system was I had to buy my time back. Mm. So I had to hire people and pay good people to take some of that stuff off my plate and free up my time that way. And that was a huge step. You know, I hired a, an overall office manager to keep tabs of all four of them for me. And really start taking a lot of that stuff away so I could deal with the stuff I needed to. And then it just came from scheduling it. You know, I just had to put it on the books. 
And I think most dentists are going to have trouble with this idea of taking focus days and free days in particular off because they got a scarcity mindset. They're afraid. Well, if I take off days, what's going to happen, right? I'm going to lose production. I'm going to lose revenue. But the reality is what's going to happen is when you do that because of scarcity, this idea that when resources are limited, suddenly you want it more and you'll pay more to get it and you'll do more for it. Guess what? You're going to start seeing opportunities everywhere and you work harder on the days that you are there working and you'll actually make up that money. So it will not cost you to take that time off as a result because that's how scarcity works. It's a powerful motivator for you to figure it out. Right. So I had to really step out and start scheduling at least, you know, start out maybe a day a month to focus on and planning things, you know, or buffer, if you will. And then it got to two days a month and then it got to three days and then four days, you know, like you said, progress, not perfection. I just kept building, scheduling it accordingly. And noticing that nothing happened to my revenue. In fact, it, it was going up. Oh, look how that works. Huh, maybe this is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Glad I tried it out. I would say, whereas you flash forward today and, you know, like last month, I wasn't in the practice the entire month. And I'm, this month, I've only been there probably a total three days when you add up the whole month. So when I'm there, I try to work clinically and I focus on my patients, you know, and make sure I'm doing the best for them, both from a doctor standpoint and from a business standpoint, revenue-wise. But then I have other days that I focus on other things, my coaching, my trainings, my other businesses that I have to make use those same tools in whatever I'm involved with. And also, you've been able to really expand your capabilities and your influence and your impact. You actually coach and talk with other dentists about how they can think differently about their practices. That's one of your big new lines of business. Is that right? It is. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. What is exciting for you in this process and what opportunities do you see for dentists as a result of that work? Well, I I would say the big opportunity and what excites me about it is I kind of look at what's happening in dentistry as a a tsunami that's coming. Okay. You know, right now there's a lot of beach and everybody thinks, wow, look at all this beach. Look at all the sand we got here. Woo! This is great. But nobody's asking, where's the water? (laughs) Why is there right. so much beach? Right? Where did the water go? And we all know when a tsunami comes, the water recedes. So it looks like you got miles. But ultimately, what happens? There comes the wave. So there's been a lot of changes in our industry, a lot of contraction in dental companies themselves with group run practices, corporate dental groups, and things. The supercuts guy has got a supercuts model for dentistry, three prices for everything we do. So in essence, it's a lot of commoditization of our industry is happening, mm. right? Trying to make it all about just the price which makes it very hard for people to differentiate from each other. So what I tried to do was figure out how do you survive a tsunami ultimately? And there's only three things I could come up with. The first one is you just become part of the wave, (laughs) meaning if they want to buy you out, you cash out your equity while you can, or you become part of them. You join them and work for them, so to speak. The second way, which is what I'm trying to encourage others to do and what I'm trying to teach is you got to build up your wall so high that when the wave hits and it's going to hit, it diverts the wave. Okay, so it doesn't take you down. And so there's a lot of kind of things we can do that in dentistry and differentiating our practices to do that. And what really gets me excited is what I'm working on is my third idea on how do you survive a tsunami is you're just on another continent when it hits. <laughs> really doesn't affect you. Well, it sucks for them, but woof, I'm good over here. It's nice and sunny. You know? <laughs> yeah. A land of no competition, if you will. But mm-hmm. while the majority of the people out there, and corporate groups especially, and most dentists are all focusing on the insurance patient, this very small piece of the pie. And they're all fighting for a bite of this thing. And their bite keeps getting smaller and smaller. I'm actually going for the other 65% of the population that doesn't have insurance and nobody's really providing a service for. I'm actually working on providing, building mini satellite dental offices in retirement communities. Wow. So if I can have 
eight chairs for my practice for $500,000. And to me, a chair is a chair is a chair. It produces only so much per hour. That chair can produce the same in a retirement community. So I can have 80 chairs, so I can 10 times it, if you will, for less than $50,000 producing the same amount. So I can go from 6 million a year to 60 million in a land of no competition. Because once you cut your market off at the pass and you're on site, where are they going to go? Right? Just yeah. people surround you. Where are they going to go? So trying to create a new opportunity for dentists as a game changer to say, hey, you can do the traditional model, but the traditional model is changing vastly. Or you can come out of school with $400,000 in school debt, and here's an opportunity. You can still have that same concept, but still make it work with your situation. That is really exciting. And I'm going to hazard a guess that when you were working, well, five days a week in clinical practice and then your weekends on doing the thinking and managing part of it, you wouldn't have had time to develop these ideas and just even have the mental brain space to think bigger the way that you're doing. Exactly. You know, when you're stuck in that kind of situation and you're trapped in your business, you're only reactive. That's your only mode. Okay. I like to look ahead to the future to things to be more proactive. And it really gave me no time to do that or energy. So, yep, that's a really great point. Now, Nikki, I was excited by what you talked about with your trips with your son and you know, your bucket list trip to Israel. So talk about how your time has shifted. And both of you have talked about how you are taking more time off, but also making more, which sounds so paradoxical. It's also true. And it's actually a very typical standard result for people who join Strategic Coach. It happens really quite quickly that the revenue does not go down as everyone's freaked out. The scarcity mindset, as you talked about, Chris, is really true. But that actually there's an abundance of everything. We actually can have it all if you structure it the right way. Nikki? So I'll speak a little bit to what my time schedule looked like prior to Strategic Coach as compared to now. Prior to Strategic Coach, I was in my practice five days a week and doing much like Chris said, using my weekend time to manage my business, try to make some strategic changes within my business, trying to figure out a new hygiene recare system or whatever I thought needed tweaking within my practice. I was using my weekend time to do that because I really felt like my greatest value to my practice was doing dentistry. That's what we're taught. And that's a hard concept for a dentist to grasp because we are, when you look at the numbers, we're the highest producer, we're the highest producer per hour. It feels like, and most of us trap ourselves in our business to be when we're gone, it's tough to pay the bills. So a year ago, most I'd ever taken off is maybe a three or four day weekend. You know, I tried to do several of those a year. I'm not going to be a complete martyr. I tried to do several of those a year, but still my longest vacation was a four day weekend. Going to Strategic Coach, I really learned the value of focus, buffer, and free days. The free days, it was crucial for me to schedule those in because I had a 14-year-old son, my only child. I have four more years with him in my house, and it was just crucial. Whether the business suffered or not, I had to get the free days in. So I actually put those on my calendar first. I routinely at this point have at least one to two free days a week. Every now and then I can schedule in a third one, which is awesome. The harder thing was scheduling in the buffer days, but by about the second time I went strategic coach, that was one of my goals. And so I was going to be true to my buffer days. So I now have myself scheduled one to two buffer days a week, kind of depending on whether it's a two or three day a week day, but I consistently have three focus days in my practice. So those are the days when I am there being the primary 
producer. So I've even taught my team that those are my focus days. So don't come to me on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday and tell me that the toilet won't flush. Figure that out on your own on Tuesday through Thursday. If it's a Friday or a Monday and I'm there as a buffer day, I'll help you figure out the toilet. But Tuesday through Thursday, I'm there to focus on my biggest revenue producing ability in the practice, which is practicing dentistry still at this point. So that's three days a week for me. So that's really changed. A year ago, it was five days a week doing dentistry, but not really doing it all that focused. My dollar per hour was at a certain level a year ago that today it's 45% higher than what it was a year ago. And it's back to that scarcity when I make myself scarce and I'm only there three days a week, I have to produce at a much higher level. And so I do it. I know that it's going to be a tough three days, but honestly, it's fun to get to the end of a seven to eight hour workday and know that I have produced at the level that I have. And my team has supported me in that because they understand what it is I'm trying to do. That's been a, really a lot of fun. Oh, fantastic. And I know that you have some big aspirations and you see some changes that need to happen yeah. in dentistry as well. And you're excited about the opportunity to maximize that. In fact, today you're actually at a symposium. You've taken time out. Yeah. Thank you so much. So talk a little bit about the bigger picture that you see too, because one of the things that both of you and this has happened by circumstance, by the way. But both of you actually are looking beyond your own practices to the bigger industry as well and noticing some things that can shift for everyone for the better. So it's not even just about yourself or your patients. It's actually about the bigger dental community as well that you want to have an impact on. Absolutely. Which that kind of thinking to me is kind of spectacular. Right. So Nikki, talk a little bit about what's what you're excited about for your future. Yeah. So specifically, just for my myself and my husband's business, we're both dentists. Currently, we own two practices. We do have a business model of opening up multiple practices. But much the way Chris described, we're looking at a different market share than what the majority of dentists are being scared into looking at currently. I don't know how to exactly describe that, but the majority of dentists are looking at that insurance population because that's what's kind of been on the horizon, so to speak, for the last few years. And my husband and I, we've never actually gone after the insurance market. We've always been a fee-for-service practice. And we know that there is actually a shortage at this particular point of good fee-for-service practices that patients can go in and really be treated like they're a part of the family and be given elective type services and those things being provided at a very high level from the customer service aspect all the way down to the clinical dentistry aspect. So that's where we tend to thrive and that's the sandbox we like to play in. So that's the area that we're looking at growing our practices. Much like Chris said, dentistry is changing. A lot of people would describe it as a scary place to be right now because we don't know exactly what the changes are right now. They don't look that promising, but I don't see it that way. I have an abundance mentality and you know we all like our teeth. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody likes their teeth and everybody wants to keep them. So I really don't see it that way. I think the industry itself is going through some changes that can be a little scary. But really, when you look at the future of dentistry, the future is very, very bright. You just have to carve the right niche for yourself and then apply the tools, get your own thinking in line so that you can create out of it what you want it to be. That's what Strategic Coach is already helping me do. I love it. And almost what both of you are talking about is mindset. And I think 
you know, through no fault of our own, there's what we're trained in and what we are educated in and what we grew up in, and that's a certain mindset. But there's often a little part of our consciousness going, I, I can do more. It can be better. And knowing how to do that, I mean, Nikki, you talk to different coaches and consultants and partners and <laughs> this, that, and the other, unsatisfyingly, if that's a word. And so I'm thrilled that coach is the one that's hit for you. But when you actually do find the right thinking partner, strategic partner is another term that I use for that, it's quite liberating because what can happen to your thinking and to your expanding your mindset and then having the tools and the systems to be able to implement. And by the way, a lot of our clients are super focused, super busy, very successful entrepreneurs, a lot of them with short attention spans. So all of our tools and concepts are simple. It doesn't mean they're always easy because it does mean sometimes unlearning or shifting things from how they've been done before. But none of them are super complicated. Simple but not easy is normally how I describe, you know, even a free day. Saying no to doing certain things is harder than saying yes. So I appreciate that. And what I get excited about hearing is just how freed up you are to do more of what you are passionate about, about the opportunities that you see to positively impact people and the people you really care about and provide them with the quality of care that you know is possible and to not be scared of change. Like Chris, beforehand, you were talking about stem cell therapies and technology is impacting this profession in a big way. And there's new medical advances that are happening. And how do you do that? My conversation with my dentist is like, okay, I want some stem cells for my gums. Who does that? <laughs> You know what I mean? And my guy was like, ah, oh, I think this guy might. At this point, patients are going to come in because they're hearing about this stuff too. And how do you, are you in the reactive mode or are you in the proactive mode, as you mentioned earlier? So are you where you want to be and do you have the right structure to help you get there, I think is kind of the bigger picture of this conversation. I'm getting inspired just listening to you guys. So I think this is really cool. Now, a couple final questions. Is there a right fit person for Strategic Coach and a wrong fit person? Do you know what I mean? Like if someone's looking at joining Strategic Coach, are there any prerequisites, you know, in terms of how they're doing things? What would you say to someone who's in your field as a dentist and they're looking at coach? What's the mindset that you think would be most helpful? And Nikki, I'm going to start with you on this one. I think the ideal dental client would be, honestly, since I've started, I've recommended strategic coach to two people in the dental industry that are not dentists. Mm -hmm. One I've recommended to a dental supply rep who is just a gunner and he just is great. He's number two in the nation in his company. And I know he could utilize some of the concepts and tools that are taught at coach to apply those to his clients. He's been a really strong business partner of mine for 10 years. So he's one that I referred into the company. I actually referred one of those coaches, a coach that I had actually gotten a lot from, but two, I felt like he would love strategic coach. He already, he is addicted to Dan and Peter Diamanda's <laughs> podcast. He has sped through and listened to like three years worth of their podcast. So he's another one that I recommended to coach because he has a little ADD tendency like myself. And I just knew that some of the tools that were in coach were going to help him with that and allow him to better serve his clients. But specifically for dentists, I think it's anybody who wants a, I can't remember the way you guys describe it, but a basically a self-performing company. You know, if you want your dental practice to perform on its own, even in your absence, mm -hmm. and maybe even a little better in your absence, then strategic coach is a great place to start because you're the one who has to get out of the way. 
You have to create the void. The void has to be created before other people around you are going to step in and fill that void. And if I've learned anything over the last six months, that's what I've learned is that me creating a void allows my team to step up and become the self-managing company. That's how the team steps in and becomes the self-managing company. So if I was talking and I'm actually exposed to about 80 other dentists today at the symposium that I'm at, I've already spoken of strategic coach twice. And it's (laughs) Because I can see it in some people's eyes. There's others who they're dentists, you know, they really, they need an office manager to maybe come to coach to help them build their practice. But some of these guys or girls that I'm talking to, they're dentists and strategic coach might not resonate with them. But if you're looking to expand, to grow, to gain more free time, to spend more time working on your business rather than in your business, and at the same time, watch your business grow in your absence, then I think strategic coach is the perfect combination for that. Awesome. Thank you. And we didn't actually talk a lot about teams. I want to drill down to that for just a moment. So has your experience been that there are good people out there and that, as you said, you just have to get out of the way? Because I know a lot of issues, doesn't matter what profession, it's tough to relinquish that. And also, as a dentist, you have a pretty high status role in that hierarchy in the office. So talk a little bit about teamwork and the difference that that's made for you. So strategic coach, along with some other things as well, I've been involved with disc profile and street finders. Now I'm getting introduced to Colby through strategic coach. But one of the things that I feel like I've learned maybe over the last couple of years is there really are no bad people or there's very few bad people. It's typically a poor system or a poor management that creates what we think are bad people. And so that's been really instrumental for me after starting a coach. I do have most of my team has done Colby. So I kind of know where they fit into how they like to organize their tasks and how they like to accomplish their tasks, which is awesome. It's allowed us to rewrite job descriptions. You know, sometimes in dentistry, job descriptions can get very finite and very very limiting. And I was doing some growth reviews this week with some team members and their tendency, maybe because I've trained them this way over 10 years of working with me is to say, well, I need to work on this or I need to work on this. And I said, you know what? Let's stop working on the things that we know you're not good at. Okay. You know what needs to be done in this dental practice. Look around and find some things that aren't currently being done that you know fit within your strengths. And let's meet again in four weeks and let's talk about how to rewrite your job description. So that has been really huge. And I think that's really big in the dental field because our jobs seem to be so structured and I don't think they have to be. I think when we really get to know our team members, we really get to know their strengths. We really get to know what they're good at. You know, that's a revolution that can come in the dental field as we rewrite these job descriptions that aren't quite as limiting as maybe they have been in the past. I love every second of that because unique ability teamwork is one of my major passions in life. And you've just done a brilliant job of describing that. And what I know is that when people are freed up from focusing on their weaknesses, which, by the way, is a message that all of us get. And as we like to say at Coach, well, what you end up with is a lot of really strong weaknesses. Not necessarily a good idea, but when you play to your strengths, that's where the exponential, that's where the multipliers are possible. And a team who has been freed up from focusing on the weaknesses and where the focus is on playing to their strengths is incredibly productive, also incredibly loyal. 
and it demonstrates an incredibly high level of productivity. So you have just tapped into a mother load of capability and talent and loyalty, which was lying there, was a resource waiting to be used, but you've just found the way to do that. So congratulations. Love that. Chris, what would you say to someone who's thinking about joining Coach? What's your take on that? I would say I would point to examples of other dentists I referred to the program and how the successes they've had since being in the program at whatever level they started at. They're all better today than before they started. So I usually like to show them some evidence that it's not just me that's gone. There are other dentists that are doing this. You're not alone. And I also start out by telling them it's going to be a challenge for the majority of dentists out there. And the reason is because of our, the way we're built, you know, from a fall through standpoint, we don't want to fight the plan. We don't want to create the plan. We literally want someone to give us the damn plan, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Right. And we'll follow the plan. Just give it to me, right? And I'll pay for the plan. And this is why dentists use more consultants and coaches than any other industry mm. because we're built that way. So in this case, it's like you said earlier, the bad news is you're not giving us the plan, right? You're asking us the questions which are going to help us create our own plan. Mm-hmm. which in fact is actually better because we're actually more committed to it because we came up with it, right? We created the structure of that. So if you can get over that, that slight inconvenience of, yeah, all right, it's not going to be easy and hand it to you on a plate. You're going to have to use your brain a little bit and think about it, but it's okay because you're going to be better off because of that. You're going to succeed. And like most things, there's nothing better to get you over your, how you're built than motivation, as we said. So if you want to be more proactive and change your mindset instead of continuing to be reactive, if you want to be more adaptable for your practice, so it doesn't matter what comes, right? Then coach is going to be a great fit for you. Mm, that's fantastic. Thank you. So I'm excited because listening to this, you know, I'm putting myself in a dentist's shoes who's looking at coach. A couple key messages have come through for me. One is much increased freedom and not just freedom of time to spend time with your family, but also to do your best work and to really have time to explore the ideas that, that you know, or, I mean, we're all creative people, but not having the time to actually develop those ideas or test them out and experiment with them or meet with the right other people who can help us make those happen. You know, the freedom of time to do those things. You've also talked about freedom of money, which is awesome because it's the fuel for fun. It's the fuel for increased productivity and leverage and all of those great things that we've talked about. Also, we talked a little bit about freedom of relationship in the sense of working with a really great team. Chris, you're now partnering with other dentists and explaining how big the future could be and how to do that and coming up with entirely new models that didn't exist before. So that's pretty fun. You know, you're not just limited to one or two or a few partners anymore. And then also the ultimate freedom, and these are the four freedoms of the self-managing company, is freedom of purpose. And that to me you know, you have to get the freedom of time, money, and relationships handled first. But when you have freedom of purpose to do what you are meant to do on the planet and make the difference for the people that you want to make, and that includes yourself, your family, your team, as well as your patients and your community, that's pretty spectacular. And both of you have talked in different ways about how you're living who you want to be and coming up with your particular best path forward. That to me is kind of the most exciting element of all of this. But at the same time, we got to start where we are, which is freedom of time. Because if you're working five to seven days a week, none of this other stuff is possible. So I really appreciate all of the really detailed specifics that you have both been willing to get into in terms of how life 
worked and what you're now doing. And just congratulations on all your spectacular success. Chris, you've been in the program for over seven years. Nikki, you're in your first year. But both of you have made major shifts in how you've done things and, and reaped the rewards for that. So again, Chris and Nikki, thank you so much for taking the time today. Nikki, you're at a symposium. Chris, I have some inkling as to just how busy you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a Friday. You said dentists don't like to work on Fridays. So I just really appreciate you both lending your time and expertise for no financial reward here. But thank you very much for sharing your experience. I know it'll be incredibly helpful for people who are looking to make this decision. Thank you both very much. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. It's my pleasure. 